Hi there, I'm Matt Ashburn, host of the Needlestack podcast. Needlestack is brought to you by Authenticate, creators of the go-to online investigation platform, Silo for Research. If you're looking for a way to conduct research anonymously, protect against cyber threats, all while avoid tipping off your investigative targets, then you want to try Silo for Research. The Silo Research platform completely isolates your online web browsing, allowing you a choice of location and digital fingerprint, and also has built-in workflow and automation tools. The best part is that Silo for Research is software as a service, so it can be used from any computer or location without the need for things like virtual machines, standalone networks, or, or dirty networks. To learn more about Silo for Research, visit Authenticate.com. That's Authentic with the number 8.com. The better the research, the better the protection, right? And that's, that's really why we wanted to create this podcast, because online research really is the intersection of a number of unique challenges that are out there. Hey everyone, welcome to Needlestack, the podcast for professional online research. My name is Matt Ashburn. I'm an online cybersecurity practitioner and recovering CISO, and I'm here with Jeff. Jeff? Hello, everyone. I'm Jeff Phillips. Thanks, Matt. I'm a tech industry veteran and curious to a fault. So I'm, I'm super excited to do this podcast with you uh, on a weekly basis, Matt, since it's all about conducting online research. And and today, I'm excited for us to kind of set the stage on what the podcast is going to be all about, what we're going to cover, from what do we mean by online research, and why does it matter, um, what's the state of online research, and where is it going to head, uh, and then most importantly for our listeners, I think, how, how can we do it better? So, so Matt, let's start there. I mean, how can we get better at doing it, it online research? Well, there's a lot of things we can do, uh, right? So one is to to make sure that we're aware of the tactics and techniques that are out there that we can take advantage of, right? Uh, that That's really important. And, uh, you know, that's part of what we hope to accomplish with this podcast, right? So uh, that's really the point of this podcast is how we can make research better. We created Needlestack to help showcase those techniques and tools and all those real world stories and to help share those to improve the ability for folks to perform online research as well as increase the quality of the investigations and hopefully some efficiency uh, and keep yourself and organization uh, protected while you're doing all this research work. Uh, nowadays, a lot of tools are available, right? And in many cases, uh, lots of tools today that we didn't have before, better tools than we've ever had, but the total amount of information is also much greater than it ever has been. And it can seem like you're looking for a needle in a stack of needles, hence the Yes. name needle stack. That's why it's called that because research is really tough. Doing online research really well is even tougher. And that challenge grows bigger every day. And uh, we need to be much smarter about using the wealth of information that's out there. And, and that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, in my day job, get to talk to a lot of different organizations, um, different practitioners that, that have to do online research. And it's, it's amazing to me how, how many different Types of people have to do things that, you know, that are safe, do them securely, that there, there's issues here. I mean, when we're talking about people researching across, whether it's the surface web, the deep web, the dark web, um, but they're all trying to find information, different connections that are all around achieving a goal. And that can be um, what you'd expect. So law enforcement doing criminal investigations um, could be in the financial sector, dealing with fraud, uh, from financial fraud up to, to money laundering. In the, I've talked to uh, people in the security operations center, so cybersecurity specialists, you know, when they're dealing with uh, threat intelligence 
and different things that are impacting the company from that perspective. Things like trust and safety teams that are all about protecting online user communities. So they've got to do a lot of, of sensitive research. You know, we see lots of stuff going on uh, in the social media space these days. Um, even just from, I'll call it plain corporate research, but that it's got different elements. If you're dealing with things like intellectual property or, you know, companies that are considering doing M&A activities or protecting executives, you know, so they're, they're, they're online researching, um, which, you know, like I said, I like to do on Google myself, but um, that it, it's got a different level to it. Yeah, that, and that's true. And, you know, the, the other thing to note there is that the, the industries, I guess, that you, that you listed there, the job titles that you listed there, mm -hmm. uh, very few of them have research or investigation and in the job title, right? So you mentioned security operations centers. Most of my career was spent standing up cybersecurity operations centers uh, around the government. And, you know, that's an important component, doing research, making sure that you have the right information at the right time so you can do the rest of your job successfully. So even if research uh, isn't in your job title specifically, it's still an important component of the job that you do. Absolutely. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I even heard people talk about it from a from an OSINT perspective for any of our people that uh, come into this from an intelligence community perspective. Uh, so open source intelligence uh, as, as for those that are really professional about doing online research. That's not where my world is compared to those other types of users, but you know, definitely different sets of skills here in terms of online research. Um, so, you know, what do you think, what, what matters when you're talking about, it's like, why is online research so, so important for these different, these different teams, these different groups, these different roles? Yeah, it all goes back to uh, protection, right? And, and the examples you gave, whether you're a law enforcement officer doing a criminal investigation or somebody working as a fraud analyst, preventing some kind of financial fraud, or maybe a trust and safety analyst that's trying to uh, prevent misinformation or disinformation or, or abuse of a platform. Uh, all of those involve protection of end users, citizens, uh, very sensitive data, uh, businesses themselves, brands, or victims of crime in some way, right? So preventing crime, preventing uh, bad things from happening, and trying to uh, protect people, right? And that, that's incredibly important. There's a very high impact there to the end users, to your employer, to the victims mm -hmm. of crime, depending on the scenario. And the better the research, the better the protection, right? And that's that's really why we wanted to create this podcast, because Online research really is the intersection of a number of unique challenges that are out there. And it's increasingly important in the use cases that you just mentioned. Uh, trust and safety is a big one that we've seen that's relatively new and it's growing rapidly, such as battling misinformation that may be out there, including foreign adversaries or maybe trying to interfere in elections, all the way to counterterrorism and, and just sort of run-of-the-mill fraud as well. Uh, it requires a mix of skill levels, right? Because you have to uh, hire very quickly. So you may have people that have varying skill levels. Uh, and some of these use cases are very new. In the commercial side of the house, uh, use cases may be newer. People could be coming from different backgrounds than, let's say, in the government sector or the law enforcement sector. And so you're going to have different levels of tradecraft sophistication as well. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. You have those, those different skills. Um, you know, if I think about a few of the stories I've heard from some of the practitioners out there, um, you know, it made me realize that that there's 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 potential impacts too, be it retaliation or uh, against the organization or, or against a given analyst or researcher. You'll hear us will tend to use the researcher, analyst, investigator uh, interchangeably. Um, but whether sometimes getting presented false information, you know, some examples. I literally have spoken with someone working at a social media 
uh, company that was doing some of that kind of trust and safety activity um, that was around um, around counterterrorism ended up off of that platform, spending time in different forums, different sites, uh, looking and, and trying to understand what was going on on their platform. Um, long story short, based on where they were going, they didn't know they were being watched by a federal agency. And you know, one one day, a knock on the door, and the FBI shows up to try to understand why why are you hanging out in these different places, right? So that wasn't swatting the sense of the police showing up, guns a blazing, but you know, it could go that way, or you know, it's not as bad. We've heard customers that are simply uh, dealing with issues of getting presented false information or blocked from information on a geographic basis. We had one where, um, you know, you go back to the sock, Junior Anos trying to find out this phishing campaign in a certain part of the world that everything looked fine to them. They couldn't figure it out versus someone being able to appear in region and see, ah, this, it looks totally different if I look like I'm uh, in that part of the world. Um, even seeing that around malicious ads, right? So companies dealing with fraud and brand misuse where uh, we had an airline that I talked with where um, it was a, not really a phishing campaign in the sense of going after credit cards, selling people uh, tickets to Hawaii that really didn't exist. Uh, but again, it was happening in a certain region of the world. And every time they would go to the site uh, from where they were and their IPs are getting blocked. So lots of things impacting their ability, people's ability to do this type of research. Uh, and there's a lot of potential impact. So maybe you know you're more, you're a little deeper into this than I am, a little more technical. When you're when you're doing this kind of research, um, you know what all do you need to be thinking about? What should you be concerned of? Be considering uh, when when you get online and you do this type of research? Yeah, there's a lot of things there. Um, if I were to break it into buckets, I'd say first is understand the risks, mm -hmm. right? Make sure that you're aware of what information can be out there that you need to access. But the other side of that is the the risk that that information or accessing that information can present, such as uh, leaking various data uh, about yourself unknowingly, right? So uh, there's lots of data that's being collected in the background and all those things and, and how that data is leaked and how it can be compiled uh, and how it can be used against you or thwart your investigation is really mm -hmm. important to understand uh, how it can be uh, potentially uh, disastrous to your investigation in some cases, right? Whether it's uh, prematurely alerting a target to an investigation or receiving disinformation, perhaps, or getting blocked completely. Um, and then secondary to that, or second in line with that, I guess, would be improving your tradecraft to counteract those risks, right? So knowing how to blend in properly and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, we're going to get into that in the, uh, the next mm -hmm. episode very heavily, how to blend in with the crowd and some strategies about that. Uh, and part of that includes using the right tools for, for the right job, right? So uh, what tools can support your tradecraft uh, as an online researcher and also how best to leverage them to increase your efficiency, but also your effectiveness. And so we're going to go through a lot of that stuff uh, during the course of the podcast. That, that's going to be really interesting, too, especially if we can address, like you had said early on, <clears throat> different levels of skills, right? I'm sure there's people in, a, in the security operations center that really understand that um, and, and how to cloak themselves or uh, protect what they, they might leak online compared to someone who's maybe is an expert in doing actual some types of investigation. Um, uh, as, as we're talking about, like in the trust and safety world, they, they're very good at that part of the job, but they're not a, an IT or a security type, type of specialist. So that when you take that mix of people uh, that have to do sensitive research online uh, with a mix of skills, um, and then bring in some of those ramifications, uh, which you mentioned from impacting the, the company to impacting myself from a retaliation perspective, or just spooking someone away, that 
that makes for some interesting dialogue over uh, over uh, our weekly podcast. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, if we can help people improve how they do their research, uh, do it faster, do it better, do it more securely um, by showcasing uh, tools, techniques, that's where I'm going to have to learn from you, right? So I'm not the expert there. Um, I do have a lot of stories in getting to talk to people, but I'm, I'm really interested in, in diving into sort of the actual tools and techniques that will help from the beginner to the to the expert in in conducting research properly, if you will, for that. Yeah, that's going to be some really great conversations that we have coming up in the podcast. And by the way, if you liked what you heard today, you can subscribe to our new show wherever you get your podcasts. So you can watch episodes on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also view transcripts and other episode info on our website, which, by the way, is authenticate. That's authentic with the number eight dot com slash needlestack. Uh, so that's all we have for you today. And we'll be back next week with more on the risks of online research, including what's in your digital fingerprint and how you can control it. See you then. Hi there. I'm Matt Ashburn, host of the Needlestack podcast. Needlestack is brought to you by Authenticate, creators of the go-to online investigation platform, Silo for Research. If you're looking for a way to conduct research anonymously, protect against cyber threats, all while avoid tipping off your investigative targets, then you want to try Silo for Research. The Silo Research platform completely isolates your online web browsing, allowing you a choice of location and digital fingerprint, and also has built-in workflow and automation tools. The best part is that Silo for Research is software as a service, so it can be used from any computer or location without the need for things like virtual machines, standalone networks, or, or dirty networks. To learn more about Silo for Research, visit Authenticate.com. That's Authentic with the number 8, .com.